Hello, welcome back to another episode of my podcast that is yet to be named. Um, I Before I get into today's episode, which I'm going to be talking all about our big announcement, um, which is I'm expecting baby number six, I wanted to mention something, um, kind of a follow-up from last episode. And the last episode, I talked all about my journey to motherhood. I had a lot of like mind things around motherhood that I wasn't expecting, and um, then kind of having kids and how that all escalated to eventually coming to this realization that motherhood is a relationship, not a list of tasks. I mentioned in that episode how after I had that big epiphany, it was I decided to hire a nanny or hire someone to come watch my kids a couple days of the week while I started working more diligently, I guess you could say, on a business. But I want to be a little bit more clear on something because this is this is what I have learned through coaching is that traditionally when we are unhappy we automatically want to manipulate our circumstances or the things outside of us so that we can feel whatever it is we want to feel and what coaching has done for me and is it completely changed my mind and opened my mind to the idea that I already have everything inside of me that I want to feel. It is already available to me. And that changing my external circumstance and changing the things that I'm doing or the people around me or whatever is not the only way to change how I'm feeling. And so with this realization that mother has a relationship, I was able to really look at my life and choose how I wanted to spend my time from an empowered place. And for me, I decided that that's what I wanted my life to look like. But I, but maybe for you, being a full-time stay-at-home mom is what you want to be. And that is a thousand percent amazing. And so if you want to feel, the, however you want to feel doing that is available to you. You do not need to hire childcare or move to a new city or do whatever the thing is that you are telling yourself in your brain you need to do to feel that whatever it is that you're wanting to feel you already have the power and the tools so we'll go more into that in future episodes but I just wanted to say that um, I just chose that because that was what I ultimately wanted to do I think I've always been super interested in business I've always wanted to do that but the I guess the guilt around letting someone else raise my children or outsourcing childcare or whatever was holding me back. And once I had that mindset shift of, oh, this is a relationship thing. This is what I want to do. It wasn't like I have to do this in order to have a good relationship with my kids because I can have a good relationship with my kids regardless of what my day-to-day looks like, right? This was This is what I want to do. And thankfully, Stephen was supportive. And so I went forward in that Okay, just wanted to get that cleared. <laughs> now we're going to be talking about baby number six. I wanted to do an episode about this because I've asked so many people over the last year, how did you know you were done having kids? Or how did you know that you were going to have one more? Like whatever it was. And um, it was been really helpful for me to hear all these different people's stories. And so I thought maybe it'd be helpful to kind of share my story. So my story goes back quite a bit. 
um, to like when Steve and I were dating or engaged or newly married, when we would either talk with each other or other people would say like, oh, how many kids do you guys want or whatever? And um, we'd always say five or six. And I would say five or six, but in my mind, it was really five. <laughs> I never really thought I would have more than five kids, but it felt weird to be like so certain about a number before we even had kids and so early on. And so I'd always say, oh, I don't know, like five or six, four to six. I, I think I would usually say five to six, but in my mind, it was five. Um, So, you know, went along and we had our first baby, had our second baby, had our third baby. And I, again, it was never like a question to me of like, are we going to have more? Because I always, in my mind, had this number five. Well, when I was pregnant with Lawrence, so he's my number four, I was babysitting my cousin's kids. So I had her three kids and my three kids. And I think the oldest, her oldest was seven at the time. So I had these six kids and the oldest was seven. That I was babysitting for like a day. And I don't know. I just had this moment that was just like, okay, like I could do this. I could have six kids. Like this is fine. And so I just had kind of had that thought. Well, then I think it was probably a few weeks later. I found out that Lawrence was a boy and I was pretty sad about that. And so I kind of had in my mind, I'm like, okay, I've always said I'm going to have five kids, but maybe I can make this deal with God where I'll have five kids unless the fifth one is a girl because I really wanted another girl. So I said, if number five is a girl, then I'll have one more. Because I didn't want it to be like, I'd always said I was going to have five and I didn't want it to be like, I have these boys and then I'm like trying for a girl. So I'm like pushing myself to have one more because I really, really want a girl because I knew that would kind of like set me up for not great <laughs> mental things. So I, I didn't want to do that at all. But I was like, okay, if number five is a girl, I'll have one more. If number five is a boy, I'm done. And that was the plan. So Lawrence was born a year later. We find out Brighton is a boy. And I was pretty devastated. I told myself I was pretty devastated about that. I cried, you know, and the whole thing. And it was just like, okay, I guess that that's it. That means we're done. I really tried to believe that thought. And I would like think it. And it was just like, I'd always followed up with this question of, but are we? I don't know. Like, I want to be done. I think we're done. So basically what I decided is <clears throat> Brighton was due in December. He was going to be born in December. And so I thought, okay, my body needs at least a year to kind of recover from these five pregnancies back to back. So what I'll do is I will just take the year of 2022 and not make any decisions one way or the other. Because with my other kids, like right Shortly after the baby is born, I'm kind of like in my mind mapping out like, okay, when are we going to have the next baby? And again, um, I've always kind of had a different timeline, like as far as when I'm thinking like, okay, yeah, we'll start trying for the next baby. And then it maybe I've gone pregnant right away or maybe I haven't. Um, it's just kind of depended, but they've all basically come 18 months apart. When I decided this at the beginning of 2022, I even joked with friends <laughs> that I was and family that I was like, okay, my only New Year's resolution for 2022 is to not get pregnant because I'm not going to make a decision one way or the other. I'm going to wait a year 
And then in January of 2023, I'll revisit and we'll go from there. And I was feeling really, really great about that plan. And I was even feeling like around that nine month mark, I was like, oh my gosh, I am so grateful that I'm not even thinking about getting pregnant right now. I am not ready. My body is not ready for another pregnancy. And I felt I was really grateful that I wasn't like questioning myself on that decision. But I did start thinking about it more and more. Like, are we going to have one more? Are we going to be done? And I think I was thinking about it more than I realized. And that's something that coaching has brought to my attention a lot. It's just like our brains are going and half the time we're not even really paying attention. But then one day, Stephen and I were talking with someone who kind of made a comment alluding to the fact that we were done having kids. And when the, okay, actually I'll, I'll rewind a little bit too, because there's another thing that happened. And this happened um, before I got pregnant with Lawrence as well. It was like, I'd be getting the kids ready for something or feeding them dinner and be like, we're missing someone. Who are we missing? And I'd go down the line and be like, oh no, they're all here. And so that happened a couple of times before I was pregnant with Lawrence. And that had happened a couple of times again, this, this go around. Then Steve and I were talking with this woman who like, we didn't know super well, but she made this assumption that we were not going to have any more kids. And I was kind of like really taken back by it. And I think that was maybe when I realized, oh, I'm, I think I'm more committed to this idea that we're going to have one more kid than I realized. But it was still like maybe in a year is when we would like start trying and then we'd have the baby, you know, nine months after that. So it was still a long way off. But I was like, you know, it probably would be a good thing to mention it to Stephen that I'm thinking about this and this is kind of my tentative plan. So I think it was that night. Um, I just right before we went to sleep, I was just like, I think I think there's one more piece. And Stephen was pretty surprised. And he was like, wow, I really thought that you were going to say that you thought we were done. And he honestly hadn't given it like a ton of thought either way, but he was totally on board because I said I felt like there was one more. So he was like, okay. And he said that night he was like, why? Oh, because I told him, I was like, I'm not ready to get pregnant right now. I still need more time. Um, Maybe like next fall. And this is in October. We're having this conversation maybe next fall so like a year from now is when we can talk about like time timeline and so he was just like oh okay he said why now why did you tell me this now and I was like I don't know I just it's been on my mind a lot the last couple of weeks and then that person made that comment today and he was just like oh Mm -mm, a few weeks later (laughs) how many weeks later now I'm wondering that was like the end of October so maybe three weeks later I took a pregnancy test (laughs) and it was positive. So it was really, really a weird thing because I was both expecting it as far as like, we'd made this decision. We're going to have one more kid. But I was very adamant about the fact that I felt like my body needed more time to heal. Oh, and I I will say too, one of the things I really wanted to do before I got pregnant again was to do like intensive physical therapy for pelvic floor. And I will probably do an entire podcast episode about that specifically. Um, But that next day after Steve and I had that conversation, maybe it was the next week, 
I was like, okay, if I'm going to get pregnant in a year from now, what are things I need to be doing? And so I called physical therapy. I started, I scheduled the appointment. I was like doing all these things to prepare for a year from now. Um, and I was already pregnant. When, when we had that conversation, I was already pregnant and did not know. So it was really interesting, but it very much felt like, okay, like this is what this is a God thing. Like this was the timing that God wanted. Um, immediately when I found out I was pregnant, before he even told Stephen, I texted my midwife to see if she was going to be available because she's not taking on a lot of clients right now. And like she, I'm due in July and she's not taking any clients in um, June or August. So the fact that I was due in July was like, and she was available was to me a sign that like, okay, this was all meant from God. And, um, then I thought it's going to be a girl. 